0: Well, my brothers and sisters, today is a, a, a great joy to celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday with you all, and it was our Lord's direct commandment to Sister Faustina that this special day would be celebrated on the second Sunday of Easter. And uh, we see in our readings how there is a, it's very appropriate that we would celebrate divine, God's Divine Mercy uh given the given the scripture text so just to draw your attention first of all to our responsorial song, we sung together give thanks to the lord for he is good his love is everlasting so we've got love god's love is everlasting and then susie in the verses uh, the first one she's saying his mercy endures forever let the house of israel say let the so forth and so on his mercy endures forever so, His love is everlasting, His mercy endures forever. Something that's very interesting is that the, uh, the, the two different words, love and mercy in English, actually translate the same root word, the same Hebrew word in the original language of the, of the Old Testament. So it's, it's neat that the translators decided to, in two different contexts, translate the same word in two different ways. And it's a legitimate uh, translation decision because that word in Hebrew it's chesed and it it has a there's a multiplicity of meaning to it it contains within it both the idea of love and the idea of mercy that's very appropriate because mercy is an outworking of love we see this uh, in the famous picture of the divine mercy and by the way in the in the the entrance. there are free images there of the Divine Mercy you can take in pamphlets that teach you how to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. So I encourage you to, to grab one of those on your way out if you haven't taken one already. But when we look in the image of the Divine Mercy, we see the, the, these two light beams flowing forth from Christ. There's a white light beam and a red light beam. And uh, it's very much... Uh, Connected to the passage in the gospel, where when Christ's side is pierced, and out of his side flow blood and water, and uh, so yeah, the water is white and the and the blood is red, and the, the the light that is streaming forth is colored, you know, the same kind of color. There's a, there's an indication there that this is the blood and the water that came from Christ's side. We heard in our second reading today that Jesus Christ came not only by water but by water and blood. So there's these two elements here we hear in our scriptures, and uh, they they represent a lot of different things, but uh, they represent the mercy of God flowing forth from His heart. Okay, so mercy flows forth from love. Mercy and love are connected, as we see. Um, <clears throat> now today, the the church. Uh, for Divine Mercy Sunday, in honor of this special day, grants a, a, what's called a plenary indulgence uh, to those who meet certain conditions. So um, to receive Holy Communion, if you go to confession, if you pray for the intentions of the Pope, and if you participate in the Divine Mercy devotions uh, that will be taking place this afternoon. So this is taking place all over the world, the Divine Mercy devotions. And uh, this year I'm happy to, have, I said, I promised you last year that I was going to do it. And uh, I lived up to my promise, although it was kind of iffy because I was, when the a lot of the scheduling issues were, were coming down to the wire, and I was saying, I don't know if I can do it or not, but we, we pushed it through. And uh, it's going to be very nice because, uh, so at 2 o'clock we'll have exposition, a holy hour with our Lord and blessed sacrament, opportunity to go to confession. Father Midgetek will be coming in from the outside hearing confessions I know oftentimes uh, people uh, appreciate an outside confessor, so I always try to bring in priests from the outside. So Father Mitch Tech will be hearing confessions, and uh, there'll be a time opportunity to spend time with Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. And then at three o'clock, uh, which is the the hour of Divine Mercy, we'll be singing the Chaplet. Now, if you haven't ever heard the Chaplet sung, you know definitely you can't don't want to miss it. You really come and listen; it's it's a very beautiful thing. And John and Nancy have been practicing for for weeks now to get this down right, and that they're going to do a good job. So please come uh, this afternoon at 2 o'clock, and the singing will be at 3. So what's an indulgence, though? So if you do all of that, you get an indulgence. So what's an indulgence? Uh, well, let me tell you a little story here. Now, for my daily mass people, I've told this story before, so so you can... Uh, take a nap if you want but for all my Sunday Mass people listen up okay so this is when I was a kid it's a story I tell a lot to try to explain what an indulgence is when I was a kid I was in high school I had a friend who uh, was a little bit of a brat I was a brat too but I mean he was probably more of a brat than I was and the uh, you know, his his grades started to suffer and his dad took away his privilege uh for driving the car. He was sixteen years old, too. So He'd just gotten his license, it was a big deal. You know, he liked to drive around and whatnot. And uh I'm gonna call him Johnny, all right. So I'm concealing all names and identities. So so Johnny is really upset that because his grades are suffering, dad took away the driving privileges. Well, there was a big party this one weekend. He really wanted to go go to it. So he actually he took the keys got in the car and went uh, without his dad knowing. His dad figured it out after a while, of course. And uh, unfortunately, there was a, a lot of alcohol at the party and Johnny decided to drink. Okay, which first of all was illegal. But then secondly, even dumber, he drank too much and he got drunk. And then thirdly, he got even was even dumber. He thought he could get back in the car and drive home without his dad ever finding out that he had left. And it was early in the morning, and he got in a big accident and totaled his dad's car. Totaled it. it was You can't just fix it. It had to be scrapped. Um, Johnny ended up in the hospital. So his dad uh, went and saw him. The first time he saw his son was actually in the hospital. Now, he was pretty banged up, but luckily he, he was able to recover pretty quickly. He was, he was released from the hospital within a day or two. Um Johnny really did feel like an idiot. <laughs> he really knew what he did was wrong <laughs> and he sincerely apologized uh to his dad. Uh and his dad forgave him. Right? His dad said, "Okay, I forgive you. But you're going to pay for the car." Now, was that unjust of his father to do that? No way. Absolutely not. And his dad took away. Now, I never got an allowance when I was a kid. I'd never understood this whole idea of an allowance, but I know a lot of friends of mine actually had an allowance. Even in their teenage years, they actually would receive an allowance, and such was the case with Johnny. And Johnny's allowance was taken away, too. So his allowance was taken away, and he still had to pay for the car. I think it was like half he had to pay for half the car. So, you know, he had a job, um, and so he was going to pay it off. It was going to take him quite a while to pay off to pay off the car. So, uh, but nonetheless, his relationship with his dad was restored, and he wasn't resentful for the fact that he had to pay off the car. He was actually happy to do it. He felt like a jerk, and it was a way of, of, of making it up to his dad. Uh, he was just happy that they had been reconciled and that there wasn't any hard feelings between the two. So you see there's forgiveness, but yet there's still payback. You, get, you see how those are two different things? There's forgiveness and reconciliation. The relationship is healed and restored. And yet at the same time, there's a just payback that's involved as a consequence of the wrongdoing. So there's two different things. Now, as it comes out after about two months into the game, um, his dad says to Johnny, okay, you don't have to pay back the car anymore. You've you've done enough. You've paid back a certain amount. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay it all off. And I'm giving you your allowance back. Now, wasn't that pretty indulgent of his dad to do that? That's what an indulgence is, my brothers and sisters. You see, there's two different things. When we commit a sin, you've got the issue of forgiveness and the healing of the restoration of the relationship, and then you've got the kind of the payback element. And uh, when we confess our sins, when we tell God that we're sorry, there's forgiveness, there's reconciliation. Okay, so the guilt is taken away, and the relationship is healed and restored. Nonetheless, there might still be some payback. So, for example, in the sacrament of reconciliation, the priest will give you a penance, and that penance is working towards that payback element. An indulgence is a, a remission of the payback. So not only is there the forgiveness and the healing of the relationship, but the payback part is taken away. Um, so there's partial indulgences and then there's full indulgences. The church gives a full indulgence um, for Divine Mercy Sunday. So it's a very great thing. Uh, also, too, let me let me talk about this. You know, that whole idea of the allowance, Johnny getting his allowance reduced or taken away and then being restored. All of us, in a certain sense, have an allowance from God. He's giving us graces every moment of our existence. He's giving us graces. Graces of illumination of the mind, graces of inspiration of the will, strength to, to see to the, the, the knowledge to see what's right to do, the strength to do it, so forth and so on. That's an allowance. And one of the negative consequences of our sins is that sometimes there's certain graces that would have otherwise been given to us that are actually withheld. Okay? So an indulgence is a very, very powerfully, spiritually powerful thing because what happens is that that allowance is put back, and, we're rece- and we can receive graces that we otherwise would not receive, graces for conversion, graces for spiritual growth and spiritual maturity that we otherwise wouldn't get. So so an indulgence is not like this kind of relic from the Middle Ages or something. We don't know anything about it. We don't talk about it. And it's silly, you know. uh, An indulgence is a really, really powerful spiritual tool for the Christian life. So I encourage us all to take advantage of the indulgence being granted by the church this afternoon. Now, guess what, though? Jesus is even more indulgent than the church is because there is another indulgence that's directly associated with this feast day that was given by Christ, not by the church, but by Christ, through Sister Faustina. And Christ's promise is that for those who are in a state of grace, who receive communion today, will also be given that full remission of sins and the consequences, the negative consequences of sins as well. So today, the floodgates of mercy are opened up in a really, really special way. And all we have to do is to intend to receive that special gift from Christ when we receive communion today. And it's like a second baptism. And then also this afternoon, there's an opportunity for a second baptism. So let's take advantage of Christ's divine mercy today as we celebrate his resurrection, his merciful heart, and his love and his mercy towards us.